Hello, welcome to Mentoring Deep Podcast with Sam Semako. I'm here with a guest. He will get to introduce himself very soon. Uh, basically, we'll be talking about what he's in, in, into, his career path, how he got into it, lessons he has learned along the line. So let me get to him. Can we get to meet you, sir? My name is Andrew Amos Gogwim. I'm a broadcaster with Unity 93.3 FM and TV, Joss. Okay, thanks for coming around and we need to learn from you. How was the journey or how did your journey started in the media? Or maybe you can tell us more about how you got all the things you've done before getting to the media. It's also part of the journey. Well, there are so many things. If uh, Time may not permit me to say everything. I've, I've, I've been into private business. I've also worked in government. Uh, at some point in my life, after graduation from school, I started off as a private businessman. Uh, run, I had a video camera where I go around. I was, ab- I was about asking when you say private businessman, let's get to, whether it's granola seller, <laughs> let's get to know. Actually, my dad bought me a video camera, and um, at, a, at, a, at 14, I started learning how to operate the video camera. I would go for weddings, events in church, I would just record them and give them over to people. So, uh, when my father died, I needed uh, another source of income. Although I started business before he died. And when he died about 20 years ago, I, it beckoned on me that I had to survive. I had my mom and four siblings to take care of. So I, I was running down alongside school. I would go for weddings, sometimes uninvited. I would just scout around. When I see there's no video camera, uh, there's no cameraman, I would record the wedding and then meet the groom. And tell him I recorded it. You can just give me something, and some will give me five hundred, uh, one thousand, uh, depending on how much you could afford. That was how I started, and then eventually after graduation, I got a job at uh, FCT Water Board as an office assistant. That's Abuja. Yes, in Abuja, Federal Capital Territory Water Board. I got a job there as uh, an office assistant. I was there for upward about three years. And then I had to leave. I then eventually got another job as a personal assistant to a presidential aide in Abuja during the time of uh, Olusegun Shegun Obasanjo. So those were part of the formative years that uh, became uh, aided in becoming who, becoming who I am today. Uh, largely to the extent that I, I learned to survive on my own. Uh, at a point, uh, this is one story that uh, a lot of people do not even know. I lived in an uncompleted building for almost three years wow. in Abuja. Uh, looking at the fact that uh, I just wanted to be on my own. I wanted to see, to div- to discover who I am. What are those things that I'm passionate about? What are those things that I, what are the things I can take? You know, how can I fend for myself, not living under somebody and having all your needs met? You know, so those times, I didn't live in one uncompleted by- building, by the way. It was in nine different, because <laughs> you are living in one and the owner will come, he wants to fix the building. Mm. We have to move to another, the next available one. So it was a jolly rough ride, I would call it. And um, in the course of time, I, I had actually developed uh, interest in media, but I didn't know how to go about it. So I had appeared on one or two interviews on TV and radio at various points of my life until uh, about five, seven years ago, or so, so about seven years ago, where I was invi- uh, invited to apply as a, a volunteer at PRTV here in Jos. I was invited by a friend, John, John Yang, popularly known as Johnny 227. He said there was an opening for volunteers. So I was asked to go audition. And one of the 
best uh, voices on radio and TV, uh, Hudungian was asked to audition me. You know, I was, she gave me some new script to read, and uh, I read through them. She asked me to read through them again. I was tense at the beginning, but then after she was able to make me feel, I felt more relaxed. She encouraged me, yeah, you can do it. I was able to do it, and uh, I was invited the coming week to resume that uh, they liked my diction, they liked my concentration, and how, how I was able to go through the news. So that was how my journey started to uh, media. I was in PRTV for two years as a volunteer without pay. I was never paid a dime, but I had passion for, for it. It was something that I looked forward to the next morning. I never went to work late. I never missed work for any reason for that uh, period of two years. It was something that I had come to love. I was looking forward to going on air the next morning, whether I was going to be, uh, because I was uh, a volunteer as a DCA, duty continuity announcer. Eventually, they also took me into news, I started casting news. And that was what gradually uh, made me develop myself to become who I am today. After two years, I got an invitation to Unity 93.3 FM as a co-presenter of the program Unity Train with Bello Lukman after his then colleague had left. And I joined him, and that was where the journey to where I am today uh, moved. And uh, interestingly, as I speak to you now, I'm not just a presenter and producer. I'm, I've also recently just been appointed as the manager of the TV arm of Unity TV. Congratulations. And when, when, when you talked about living in an uncompleted building, you reminded me, you took me back some years when I stayed in... Uh, or uh, they call it uh, not this shop that is not locked up. Mm. Uh, okay, I stayed in a shop in a market. I lived, I stayed there wow. for a while. You know, there are stories people mm. don't know exactly. about your life. Exactly. You know, so you just took me back when you mentioned it, and I remember then when we had tough time mm. in my family, and I needed to stay, find a place to stay. I had to stay in a market. Wow in a shop when they leave i go into the shop and sleep the following morning i'm out of the place in the night i come back no you see so um congrats once thank again. thank you very much so um tell us some lessons you've learned along this journey well primarily what some of the lessons i've learned has to do with patience a lot of young people these days are in a hurry to make make it big uh, yes uh, the political development in nigeria has affected that uh, mindset anyway it started from the military regime where you see a young military man being made an administrator and he becomes a multimillionaire. so this get rich quick mindset has gradually crept into the mindset of an average nigerian young person so that one lesson where i've learned to be patient and also to develop myself. I invest heavily in books. I read a lot. I practically read everything I find. And that has actually made my job as a media practitioner and a broadcaster easier. I practically read everything. So uh, the lessons of patience is actually one critical one. I, okay. I needed to understand that, yes, I want to become somebody in the future, but staying in an uncompleted building for that period of time needed a lot of patience. I had relations that live in Abuja that I can easily just move in with them, but I needed to develop a kind of independent mindset to understand who I am, who I want to be. So the formative years of becoming a broadcaster today started there. Another lesson for me is the issue of focus. A lot of young people do not even know who they want, what they want to become. You know, so when you are able to identify what you want, it will, it will require you to remain focused and dedicated to that thing. 
Some will try being a taxi driver today and after two weeks it doesn't work. They will leave and um, jump to being a uh, recharge card seller. It doesn't work. They turn to become a pharmacy owner. It doesn't work. He becomes a mason. But focus will help you to develop that because tenacity and focus helps you to become better at what you do. They say practice makes perfect. Yes. So these are some of the lessons I've been able to learn. Being a broadcaster today was because it didn't, it didn't mean that I didn't have rough times. Three years, two years as a volunteer were not uh, rosy. Hmm. There are times like I had they to, say in Nigeria, it's not uh, beans. No be beans. Mm-hmm. You know, I have had to leave off my mom and my sister. Sometimes for two, three months, I'll be begging them for transfer money to go home, to go to work. But I always went to work. Those were times I had a good excuse to stop. But I didn't stop. Like I told you earlier, I never went to work late a day in my life at PRTV. I never missed work. Okay, let me ask you a question because there are two schools of thought when it comes to focus. Yes. Uh, some um, or tenacity, focus and tenacity are tied together. Um, at what point should a young man who is focused on an assignment or focused on, on certain thing, doing a certain business and is not yielding, at what point should the young man give up? Well, the issue of giving up is shouldn't be an option. As in to move, move into something, something else. Some, yes. Another school of thought will say once the thing is not working out for you, uh, you are not producing, you are not getting results for one year, two years, three years, you should look for another alternative. Maybe you are not suited. So at what point should someone give up? You know, there are times we also need to get mentored. A lot of young people are always in a hurry to be their own boss. Mm-hmm. That is another challenge. Sometimes you also need to subject yourself under the tutelage of somebody ahead of you. If you want to become a teacher, you should learn from another teacher. You should get mentorship. If you want to become a broadcaster, get a broadcaster, a veteran broadcaster to train you. There are certain elements of life that we must not be our own boss. It is not everybody that is cut out to be a boss. It is not everybody that is cut out to own a business. It is not everybody that is cut out to become a CEO. Some people are visioneers. You can work under somebody and be developing the become the vision engine room of that person. So a lot of young people, uh, the, the challenge actually comes when you want to own your own business. So the point of remaining focused in your vision doesn't necessarily mean that you own that vision and you must be the leader of that vision. Right. There are times you also need to work under somebody. There are times you need to partner. The vision you carry may not necessarily stand on its own. There are also times you need to understand that you need to also partner with another visionaire so that your dreams... Uh, Steve Jobs didn't start Apple on his own. It was a partnership. Steve Jobs was a business manager aspect of, 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 of uh, Apple. And uh, what's the other? Steve... Uh, uh, Wozniak. Wozniak. Yeah. Was the technical uh, guy. So both of them were playing... Uh, uh, partner roles but playing independent to carry the vision so many a times young people also want to they want to own it all you cannot own it all sometimes okay let's talk about i know you've um this is also what i'm bringing up now is also very important uh we see some of us are at a certain age and you get to find yourself working under someone who is far far younger than you yes. so how do you cope 
I know you've been, you've passed through such yes. situations. How do you cope? Because most some people who also have dreams that are older and they get to find that they need to stay under someone or assign to a younger person, they find it insultive. Mm. So what do you have for people like that? You know, there's something called humility. Humility is not, um, humility and meekness is not timidity. Mm. Uh, there, in, in life, there's always somebody ahead of you, whether by age, by profession, by wealth and everything. If, you, if you're able to humble yourself, as a Christian, I know that humility is one of the critical elements that makes one a Christian. Uh, Jesus Christ had to humble himself in spite of the fact that he was God. But he humbled himself to people who he can just say a word and they will disappear from the face of the earth. But he humbled himself to carry the cross that billions of people today are beneficiaries and that is what humility can do a lot of young people should uh, those who are going to similar uh, scenarios where you find somebody who uh, can carry you to where you want to be but is far younger than you uh, whether by age or by academic qualification i think humility should be what uh, should watch your word the the house man has one proverb that uh, the way up is down there's a way they say it in Hausa, the way up is down. If you want to go up there, sometimes it may require you to go down, dig deep, be rooted, then you can go up. And lastly, anybody that can legally take you to your destination is your helper. No matter, no matter how young he is, no matter how old he is, any person that is, you know, the, uh, the ladder has various steps. Yes. On a ladder, some steps are not as strong as others. Some steps, you see the wood, if it's a wooden ladder, some are looking uh, older, feeble. some are feeble, some are painted, some are not painted, but they all lead you to the top. Mm. So whichever step you can take, whoever is that person that can take you to your desired and your de- whoever the person may be so humble yourself humility is key it is key mm. i can tell you that some of the people that are training me now in bbc are far younger in age than i am but i've had to sit down under them for some as much as uh, as long as a month sitting under 21 22 23 year old young men who have been developed by bbc to train me and i'm learning from them today so quickly tell us about your experience in this bbc training well uh, bbc yes bbc has a partnership with a lot of media houses across nigeria Uh, bbc media action is uh is one arm of bbc world service but they they actually rely on donations and support from donor agencies uh in in the uk and across the world what they do is they partner with media houses and they train Uh, they have their own programs local programs content they produce they give to these media partners after you've aired those programs then they pay you back through trainings and equipment support i've been through several trainings from last year to now jaws portacot aqua bomb lagos abuja various trainings these trainings are just to add value to what you do teach you different ways of doing what you do but not bringing you uh, not uh, just to an, uh, enhance what we are doing so I've been, I've been i've been uh, privileged to attend uh, uh, almost a dozen of uh, trainings on uh, under bbc media action and these trainings have actually helped me to become who i am in fact my recent appointment as the manager of unity tv was a fallout of the advanced knowledge i brought to bear after attending some of these trainings 
So give us three lessons from your experience. Give us three lessons from your experience with uh, this training. One lesson I've learned is that broadcast uh, media, uh, the media world is advancing and it's dynamic. It changes every day. So you need to also increase and improve knowledge. Uh, the second lesson is the issue of content development. Uh, one of the biggest lessons that the BBC wants us to learn is that you need to develop content. You are not the originator of the content. You need to reach out to the audience. They should give you the idea. They are the consumers. What do they need? So when developing content, think first of the audience. That's the second lesson. The third lesson I've learned is that money is not everything. Uh, you know, both, both of these trainings, it has to do with your readiness to learn. So you don't really need money for everything. Money is key, but it, it cannot be everything. Maybe somebody is out there listening and wants to reach out to you. How can such a person reach out to you? Okay, you can reach out to me on on, on, on Facebook. Just uh, search me on Facebook, Andrew Amos Gogwim. You have to spell that. Uh, yes. Andrew is A-N-D-R-E-W, Andrew. Then Davis is D-A-V-I-E-S. Gogwim is G-O-G-W-I-M. You can search me on Facebook. Uh, my Twitter handle is Mr. Pras, M-R-P-R-A-Z at Mr. Pras. Uh, you can and you can also call me if you want to get me on phone, you can call me on 0811-816-9229. Thank you so much for coming to uh, Mentoring Deep. I appreciate this opportunity, Sam Semako. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Yeah.